Hello beautiful soul and welcome to Manifest With Me, Rebecca G. I'm your manifestation, meditation and mindset coach who blends equal measures of soul, strategy and a little sprinkle of science on the side. Consider me your modern day pink witch with my spiritual toolbox packed full of ideas to energize and inspire you and to put the action into the law of attraction. Let this podcast be your weekly fix because, my beautiful soul, it is time to turn your vision board into a reality. Hello, beautiful souls. So you are probably going to hear in my voice today, it is not as energetic, it is not as sprightly as it usually is. (laughs) So if this is the first time you've tuned into me, rewind and go back and watch the uh, previous episodes. Watch, I mean listen, because my energy this week has been so flat and I have been messaged by oh my God, I'm not even joking about 20 people saying, can you still manifest when you're in a funk? Like, can you still manifest when you feel depressed? Like the energy is really strange this week. What's going on? And I cannot even tell you how strange this energy has been. There's an incredible girl I follow called Astro by Nala. She is awesome for astrology. Astrology goes a little bit over my head, but she does make it quite easier to understand, especially from her Instagram stories. And she wrote something last week about how do not expect over the next week or so to get any work done. And I was like, what is she on about? I've literally just launched my course. I've launched my Christmas boxes. I'm like, just finished my website that day as I wrote it all. And thank freaking God that I did because my energy has never been so low in, I'd say, since I had my like my child, like when I was like really sleep deprived all the time. And I am still sleep deprived. As some, as some of you know, my son doesn't sleep through the night still. Uh, actually had a hospital appointment with him this week. So getting his chest sorted and got him on some some I've got him on some homeopathic stuff and I've also got him on some stuff from from the actual hospital so I'm actually really glad about doing both sides to to tackle his little chest but everything coming together like this week it's been really really strange so I want to share a couple of my top tips on how you can still manifest and you can still you know go after your dreams and after your goals and you can still be spiritual sometimes it means you need to take time off And that's definitely been me the last few nights. I've just been resting on my sofa. Like my husband's been working away. And normally I'm like squirreling away in my office. And I'm just like, I'm just going to watch Made in Chelsea. I'm going to eat my son's pack of Smarties, which I've been so good for like four weeks. I've been so healthy. I've been eating really clean. Still haven't drank any alcohol, like feeling so good. And then boom, just hit me out of nowhere. And there's another reason why I think my energy went really low. I had an energetic clearing session about money, which was so freaking interesting. I went to this lady's course. It was called the Money Money Alchemy Mastermind. And it was just like months ago. And I really wanted to book a one-to-one session with her just to clear any last blocks before I launched my course. And my God, did I have some blocks in there that I needed to remove. And she even said to me, it's good that you're doing it this week because the energy is going to be low with the moon and everything this week anyway. But um, yeah, she's like, you're going to feel really low. And I was like, that's not like me. I don't really get that low anymore. <gasps> oh, and like crying my eyes out on the way home from nursery and like dropping his lunchbox off and then forgetting his potty because we're right in the middle of freaking potty training at the moment. Which, by the way, he this time around, he's nailed. If you're a mother listening to this and you try potty training and they don't get it, just stop. Don't stress them out and go back to it again in a couple of weeks time. This time around, he's just nailed it. Haven't done the uh, the other number twos yet we're not gonna talk about that on here sorry place that in your in your brain now but anyway let's get back to can you manifest when you're deep in depression or feeling anxious or just generally feeling like shite and you want to just stay in your bed all day so feeling depressed and you still want to manifest you absolutely can do it and there's some steps that you can do to help yourself get out of a funk and when you're feeling depressed whilst you're trying to manifest something it can be that your emotions are just this 
you know, it's a psychological response really to the thoughts that you are having in that moment. So when you feel any negative emotions such as depression, I'm just going to use that as one because that's how I felt this week. I felt really depressed, which isn't like me at all. And you know me, I will always be sprightly and 99% of the time I'm feeling really happy and sparkly and like magical, but I haven't felt like that this week. And I, and I have put off recording a podcast for so long. The girl that edits my podcast and puts all the music and fancy stuff over, I messaged her this week and I was like, how many have we got in the bag? And she was like, none. Your human design one was the last one. I was like, oh God, I just felt this like, oh God, I need, I'm not like in a high vibe mood. I'm not like feeling amazing. And I thought, actually, no, I still need to come on here and I still need to record when my energy isn't as great because then it's just being super real with you. And I'm always real on my socials, but... I always want the podcast to be high vibe, and I'm still going to make it as high vibe as I can for you. I'm stood barefoot, stood up at my new desk, my standing desk, which I love. So it's going to bring some energy. I'm sure by the end of this podcast, I'll be feeling freaking awesome. But these negative emotions that we can feel, especially when we're going through any spiritual development or awakening, and or even just generally trying to manifest something, or even just day-to-day life, just means that the thoughts that you're thinking right now are just not focusing on the right things or not focusing on being happy. And that sounds so simple to say that. But when you think about it, you wouldn't feel positive emotions if you were thinking about how good your life would be if your desire had already manifested, would it? So whenever you feel a little bit depressed or down, it just means you need to change the direction of your thoughts. And your brain is like a little computer. We can reprogram it really quickly. You don't have to do this immediately. You can take your time to process whatever it is you're going through, whether that's depression or something even deeper than that. You can start to choose to feel better without you know, just jumping back into like, right, I'm just going to, I'm going to feel amazing. I choose to feel amazing. You have to gently restore yourself back through the high vibrational scale. And there is something called an emotional guidance scale. If you've never seen this, it's fantastic. I've got one on my office wall. Uh, It was first, well, the one I first saw, I know there's loads of them around like different scientists and, you know, psychologists and things use these, but the one that I love is from Abraham Hicks. I love this one completely. The emotional guidance scale. If you just put that into Google, I might actually even make a little poster and stick it out of my socials. I might put that in my stories actually. Yeah, look out for that in the next few weeks. If I haven't, if I haven't done it, then remind me, Rebecca, you said you were going to do this. So the Emotional Guidance Scale by Abraham Hicks and how you can use this. And this is just such a perfect tool for you to use, especially when you're trying to manifest something that you want as well, because your thoughts create your reality. So don't freak out when I say that. Think, oh my God, but my thoughts are so bad at the moment. We are human. We are female. We are pumped full of hormones. We're tired. We're burnt out. We've got more on our plates than we've ever had in this day and age. Like go back to like freaking 1800s time. All we had to do was like cook a bit of soup, put some you know, bread on the table, like make sure the kids got out the door. Like, I'm not saying like our grandparents and our ancestors didn't have it hard. They did. But the reality is of the working woman and especially the working mother now is so freaking different to many years ago. So as long as your thoughts are aligning with what you want to do most of the time, 99% of the time, you will manifest your desire. So don't freak out if you're that person. I get this message quite a lot on social media, like, having such a shit day, does this mean I've completely ruined my manifestations? Absolutely not. But it's nearly impossible for you to monitor every single thought that you have on a daily basis. So the average person thinks about 60,000 thoughts a day. I reckon that mothers think more than that (laughs) because you're having to think for yourself your work your business whatever's going on that day and your kids as well you have to think for them and if you have a husband that's like that's like having another child isn't it bless their hearts so this is why you have to kind of rely on your emotions sometimes instead of your thoughts and the way that you feel 
is just a reflection of the thoughts that you are thinking in that moment. So when you feel good, it's the sign that your thoughts are in alignment with exactly what you want. And when you feel bad, that's often a sign that your thoughts are out of alignment with what you're wanting. So by checking in on how you feel, and this is how I always base myself, like how am I feeling in this moment? If I'm feeling anxious or if I'm feeling like just powerless or just feeling any insecurity or if there's any like jealousy that's showing up for me, which came up for me recently, actually, I noticed myself from watching someone's social media who's in a similar industry, like these feelings of jealousy coming up. And then then I started to have like, oh my God, like what if people join my membership in January and like having all this self-doubt and I caught myself going on a massive spiraling rabbit hole. And I was talking to my friend, Laura, who's got her, she's got the psych studio. She's amazing. She's been helping me out on my website. She said, I have that sometimes because even though I'm like amazing at what I do, I know I can create websites and things. I sometimes have that fear. Like people will think oh, she's a fraud or like, does she know what she's doing? Like I had all this going on recently, which just isn't like me, which just really freaked me out a little bit, but here to be real with you. So the emotional guidance scale is a scale of your feelings and emotions. And in sequence, this is kind of from the lowest vibrational feelings all the way up to the highest. And it's broken down from memory. I think it's 22 of the most common emotions. And emotions with obviously the highest vibration will be like joy. And the lowest of the low is things like despair, fear, grief. Uh, What's another one? Like powerlessness. All those kind of low vibrational thoughts and feelings that we have as well. So according to the law of vibration, not the law of attraction, the law of vibration, everything in the world is made up of energy that is vibrating at a specific frequency. So your emotions are your barometer for measuring the vibration of what you're currently in. So the emotional guidance scale, right at the very top, you've got love, freedom, empowerment, you've got joy, passion, enthusiasm, and then it goes all the way down. So you, I'm just looking at the list in front of me now, I just clicked on Google and found it. You've got like halfway down there, you've got like boredom, then it goes down to disappointment, overwhelm, doubt, worry, blame, anger, revenge, hatred, jealousy, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, fear, grief, depression, powerlessness. You know, and you're just like, bleh, you're right at the bottom of that scale. Now, it's, what they're saying in this is that you cannot go from, say, despair, depression, all the way up to joy passion, enthusiasm. Some people can, but I definitely can't. I have to bring myself back up very, very gently. And I use that doing my spiritual toolbox, which I'll talk about in a second. But what is the actual emotional guidance scale that they are using actually mean? So this emotional guidance will just mean that you're using your emotions as an indicator with how you can get back into alignment, your own true inner alignment. So according to Abraham Hicks, every time that you want to manifest something, your inner being expands. Um, And when you're kind of thinking of your desire or what you're trying to manifest, your vibrational reality is literally on fire. When you are at the top of that scale, there is nothing that's going to come in the way of your whatever you're trying to manifest. So for me, I know my big manifestations that I'm manifesting at the moment I was right at the bottom of the scale, like, what if no one joins my membership? And like, oh my God, like, all, I was all in fear and grief and like, like doubt and all this crazy emotions I've had over the last week. And then today I just like did this incredible energy clearing session on myself, by the way, I didn't pay anyone to do this. I have had an energy clearing recently, but this one I had to do on myself. And she said that to me, she goes, there's stuff that you're going to just need to do on yourself and you, and you know that. And mine is journaling. 
I've spoken so much on here about journaling, but journaling for me is just getting my thoughts on paper and then burning it. There's something really cathartic about burning. So that's my number one tip if you're in that place of just like frustration, anger, overwhelm, especially if you're a mother, you get so... I saw a a TikTok on this recently where a mother was getting overstimulated and she said, it's not that I don't love my kids or it's not that I... um, you know, I don't want to be a mum or anything like that. I'm super grateful and I love my kids. But you can have this thing. My cousin calls it being tapped out. Like you get tapped so much by your kids. Like they're on, like my child is in bed with me a lot. And then he's like on me all day. And then, you know, you just get tapped out. And I think coming back to yourself, giving yourself that time, it like it would be so easy uh, the night before last to have just sat on the sofa. And I've done that the last few nights, but this particular evening, I was like, no, you're not going to watch box sets, come in your office and just give yourself just 30 minutes. And I ended up being in here for about an hour and a half, lit a candle, lit some sage, put some music on, started journaling, like spoke some affirmations out loud, which by the way, I cannot do affirmations when I'm in that low place. For me, affirmations are absolute bullshit when you're feeling shit. I cannot do it. I'm like, I feel amazing. I feel great. I'm like, nothing's shifting. And that's when tapping comes in. Have we done tapping on here yet? I talked about tapping on here. If I haven't recorded one on tapping, I need to because I thought I'd I'd recorded one on tapping, but I need to go back and check. I record so many in one go that I never know what I've done. But anyway, um, I will do that tapping one for you on here because that is my biggest shift, my biggest game changer. Um, So how you can use that emotional guidance scale really gently is just to think of it like climbing up a little ladder. So you start at the bottom and your emotion is wherever you're identifying at. And then you make your way up to the top one step at a time. And when you want to feel better, you can then identify where you are on that emotional guidance scale. And you just reach for better and better feelings. You reach for better thoughts. You climb up and you come up to better feeling emotions. And when you start to reach the top again, it's just such a nice feeling. And once you feel a bit more stable in that new emotion, you successfully move up the scale to the next one. You just continue to practice on yourself. And I realised recently I had let my morning routine slip. I've spoken about that quite a bit on here the other few weeks where I said, I'm just doing it a couple of times a week. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, I'm setting my alarm and getting up at five again, because I am in that high vibration emotion much, much more when I'm doing a morning routine. And it might not suit you, you might need an evening routine, but I I am yet to meet anybody who tells me that doing a 5 or a a 6am morning routine before your children get up, before the rest of the house gets up, or if you live on your own, before you start your day of crazy work, you will start to feel the emotions of joy and just life is sparkly and wonderful. And even driving down the street, you're smiling at people. You are grumpy as F when you're not doing that morning routine. So I need to bring that. <laughs> definitely need to bring that back into my life. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do that week, this week, sorry. So slowly moving up that scale, you start to just, you start to look at your emotions a bit differently. And actually, when you see that scale in front of you, every little shift that you can make, every time you take a little step back up, or you recognise where you are on that scale, it just brings you closer and closer to the upward spiral rather than the downward one. So try to, when you're at the bottom, you just, you know, for example, let's just say you got into a row with someone at work or someone really peed you off and you felt powerless. You then might reach for thoughts of jealousy or hatred or guilt. And you're thinking, oh, there's nothing that I can do about this situation. I feel powerless. And I just then walk away feeling terrible for what I said or even what I thought. So you're in guilt and then maybe you're jealous of your friends who are in stable, committed relationships. Let's let's use that one. So you're super jealous. You're in that place. Or 
you hate how someone's treated you. So you're then in hatred. So the more you reach for the better thought and the better feeling, the better the feeling and thoughts will fly towards you. Honestly, it sounds really strange. But once you see this go, you're like, okay, how can I get from there to there? What's the feeling of fear? What's the feeling of this? What's the feeling of that? And you just work your way up. And I did it through journaling. I worked up the scale with journaling and it really, really helped me. Now, more tips on climbing is for gratitude. Gratitude, no matter how crappy you're feeling, affirmations for me go on the back burner a little bit until I've tapped it out, till I've journaled, then I bring in, it's almost like the icing on the cake for me, affirmations. But saying a prayer or thanking the universe for showing me that I'm out of alignment with my power and that I'm choosing to see peace, I'm going to step back and I'll let you lead the way. So I'll say that again. This is what I say. Thank you, universe, for showing me that I am out of alignment with my power. I choose to see peace instead of this, whatever the emotion is. I will now step back and let you lead the way. And I always like put my hands up and like surrender when I do this. I just hit the wall if you heard that click. <laughs> so then you can just reflect on this and be like, okay, any messages that might come up for you as well. So I sit in silence, close my eyes and I go, is there any messages? And even if you're not psychic or spiritual, it doesn't matter. Close your eyes and see what comes up. It's your own inner voice and your own inner voice will want the best for you when you're in that moment. Now, of course, we all have an ego in our brain. <laughs> we all live with this that wants us to be safe and not step out of this. And it's actually the ego loves us to be angry and in fear. And the ego part of your brain wants you to be dwelling because it likes that part. It's like, it's easy. That sort of emotion is easy to sit in, isn't it? It's really easy if your husband's in a grump, for example, and he comes in and rolls up. <laughs> My husband doesn't ever do this. It's probably the other way around. And you just go raw back. That's really easy. But it actually takes more energy and more strength and more confidence and more calmness to be like, okay, tell me, babe, what's going on? That takes that takes more effort and more energy. So try and be that person as much as you can. Don't get me wrong. I'm human. We have blow ups with our partners all the time. I have been well grumpy this week. My husband's like, he was looking at me in the kitchen. I was just like unraveling. I was like, I've got this going on. I've got that. And we're like selling my car. I've got a new car coming, but we don't know whether like that's going to come in time for <laughs> to take the insurance off that one. It was like all this stuff going on. I had a massive hospital appointment with Harley, which was like so long in hospital. And then they were like, okay, there's going to be like an hour and a half wait now for your medication. We're like, oh my God, get me out of this hospital. It was like a full blown day of like crazy stress. Um, and things were going on with my website as well. They're all sorted now. But like, you know, everything's just crescendoing. And I just came home and I just offloaded on my hubs. And he was just staring at me. And I was like, anyway, <laughs> tell me about your trip to Amsterdam with work. How was that done? And he was like, babe, it was amazing. We need to go. Like, <laughs> he was just so excited, bless him, to tell me about his trip. And the whole time I was just like, yeah, sounds really fucking stressful, Kev. Sounds really stressful being in Amsterdam, probably shagging hookers and smoking weed. I'm joking, he wasn't. <laughs> he genuinely wasn't. Well, I hope he wasn't anyway. But anyway, every time you move up the scale, I felt myself moving up the scale with him in that moment. And we were laughing in the kitchen by the end of it. But be proud of yourself when you start to move up the scale of emotion and you showing, showing up, even just showing up and wanting to shift those emotions and become more high vibe with your emotions and get to the, a place of enthusiasm or even optimism for your practice, you will start to be able to move up the scale a little bit more quickly. So the spiral kind of upwards of emotions is kind of like a vacuum. And as you start to build momentum towards it, it does become so much easier. It's, it's so much easier to get to the top. Um, just as easy as it is to go the other way as well. If you ever felt that way, you're just unraveling. 
So it will just start to become a bit more natural and you'll just feel better about your emotions and you will just, yeah, you'll just vibrate a little bit more towards joy. And I definitely have felt that recently doing that as well. So some other tips that I've got for you as well is genuinely take time out. Like for me, it has got to be, I turned my emails off my phone. I turned my notifications off. I even said to my husband, I'm going to call you now when he was awake. I'm going to turn my phone off. So I was like, I just need to switch my phone off and just like have some downtime to myself. And that honestly, that massively, massively helped me just to take a step back. And if you are also someone who's like, finds it really hard to take time off, if you're someone who you don't you almost feel a bit guilty when you take time out because I'm that person I had to always force myself to do it then yeah other things can really help like taking a walk in nature like calling up a friend you actually the physical action of you phoning somebody else and calling them will make you get out of a funk because you've almost got to like snap out of it in a way and just put somebody else first before yourself as well and listen when you're manifesting something when you're going for a massive goal don't put all your eggs into your basket of that day of feeling shit. <laughs> Just do something to shift yourself and take a minute, look at the scale and see where it is you need to shift. Thank you so much for listening today. Mwah! I'll speak to you soon. I'll be in a much better mood next time I speak to you. I hope I didn't sound too grumpy today. I've definitely been in a funk. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm sending you a huge virtual squishy hug and I hope today's episode has helped giving you some inspiration, energy and a light bulb moment. So do share your light bulbs or any takeaways you've had on your socials and tag me in as I absolutely love to hear from you. So if you love to share, you are going to love my giveaway. Every month I'm running a new competition to win a large moon box packed full of crystals, candles, affirmation cards, incense, my Love Yourself to the Moon and Back journal and a real surprise of spiritual treats that change every month. So listen up if you want to win and get your hands on this because all you have to do is number one, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, tag me on your socials with either a post, video or story of your top takeaway of that specific episode. Be sure to tag me in as at Rebecca Wellstead Green so that I see it and you'll be entered into my free prize draw. So from my heart to yours, lots of love to the moon and back. Have a fabulous week, beautiful, and I can't wait to spend time with you again next week. Mwah.